Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for joining me. Hope that you're having a great uh, Friday. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. The heart and purpose of the show is for you to be able to call in with questions questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life, or if you need prayer, maybe you're having challenges in your marriage, or there's things that are going on with your kids, or there's question about a particular doctrine, uh, we're here to be able to get into God's Word together, to go to God's throne room together. Again, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. All of our lines are open. Also, a great way to be part of today's show is to send me a text. You've got your phone, your device, your iPad, your tablet. You can send me a text, 720-336-0897. As we begin today's show, I want to reflect upon the spiritual armor that God has given us that's laid out in Ephesians chapter 6. God tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, that there's a spiritual battle. And many times we only see the physical, but the real work is happening in the spiritual. And I want to highlight the helmet of salvation. We know that the battle is won and lost in our thoughts. So many times our thoughts are are negative or doubting the Lord or his faithfulness. And God wants all of our thoughts to be run through the filter of salvation, to know that God loves us, to know that this world uh, is temporary. So if you find yourself barbed, bombarded by the enemy is take up the whole armor of God and especially uh, the helmet of salvation. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. This is a text that comes in uh, Question, can someone lose uh, their salvation? This is a great question, and it's a question that the church has asked for ages. And for me personally, I I believe once a person is truly uh, born again, that you can't be unborn again. Uh, Jesus talks about us being safely secure in his hand and also in the hand of uh, the Father, and that we believe in the heart and confess with the mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead and will be saved. Now, having said that, it's very easy for people to make a confession with their mouth that's not truly rooted in their heart, uh, where their, their mouth professed faith, but they never truly trusted Christ as, as their Savior. And so it appears as a departing from the, uh, the faith, but in all actuality, they'd never uh, received Christ as their Savior. So hopefully that uh, provides some, some help on that uh, question. Thanks for uh, sending that in uh, to me. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. 
303-690-3000, or you can send a text 720-336-0897. We're here to answer your questions, also to be able to go to God's throne together. All of our lines are open, getting some texts that are coming in, so thank you for uh, sending those uh, to me. We have a prayer request that's come in, says, please pray for my marriage. Uh, We have had intimacy issues for six years now. As a man, this causes great temptation in my life. I'm a faithful husband, uh, but losing hope. Let's pray. Father, we just lift up uh, this husband to you. And Lord, as he's asking for prayer in his marriage, we ask that you would bring life uh, in his marriage, that you would uh, protect them uh, from, from the enemy. And particularly in this area of intimacy, God, we know that physical intimacy is a gift from you inside of marriage. And Lord, that you would bless uh, their intimacy, but also bless every aspect of their relationship. God, would you give them hope and uh, protect them from hopelessness? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Our lines are open. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Text that has come in, I'm currently facing financial issues. What's the biblical view of getting into a better financial situation? Also, uh, your personal uh, advice. So it's hard to know. Um, Without knowing all of uh, the details, um, I think in terms of uh, a biblical view of finances and getting into a better position is God tells us to be faithful uh, with the little things and we'll be faithful with much. And just to really focus on whatever financial resources that you do have is is being faithful with those. Uh, Faithful in giving, faithful in budgeting, faithful in living uh, within your means. Um, and then as far as uh, personal advice, uh, I would you know, encourage you to, to continue to pray and then also to come up uh, with, with a plan uh, as much as possible and try to eliminate any uh, expenses that you can that, that aren't necessary. Also to try to pay off debt and start with the, the smallest amount of debt uh, possible and then moving that to the next uh, debt uh, payment, um, possibly to look for for extra work and to cry out to the Lord that God would would really uh, provide. So let me pray for you. I know that this is a, a tremendous stress that I'm sure a lot of others are feeling as well. So Father, thank you for this listener that has just texted in about their finances, Lord, and, and financial stress really uh, takes a toll on us, God. And I just pray that you would meet and that you uh, would de- deliver, that you would give wisdom that clearly comes from you. You tell us if anybody lacks wisdom to, to ask of you and you'll give it. We do pray for your provision that you would provide and, and really meet them in this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. You could be the first caller of the day, 303-690-3000. Love being able to talk about real things, things that are on your heart. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. 
Text question that comes in, will you be doing baptisms at the reservoir uh, this summer? I assume that this is a question that's uh, geared towards Calvary Aurora. I'm down at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs, and I would encourage you to contact the church office there at Calvary Aurora to get dates on when they're uh, doing baptisms. So God bless you in that and your desire uh, to uh, be baptized. Another question that has come in, how do you know if a person has made a real heartfelt confession of faith? How do you know if they're saved? Evidence. Uh, So I think the evidence of a a true faith in Christ uh, is going to result in the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, we We know that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, patience, peace, gentleness. Jesus told us uh, that we'll be known by our fruits, and so I think the evidence of Christ in our life, the evidence of the Holy Spirit in our life, of of the fact that we have been saved is is the fruit of the Spirit. Not that we'll be perfect, but there's evidence of a of a changed and transformed life. Let's go to our phone lines. Let's go to Diane in Aurora on line one. Uh, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, I have a question. I might be like a, two questions. It's about Eve and the Garden of Eden. I was wondering if she knew that Satan had gotten into that snake because the only thing I can see in Genesis is that they were told not to eat of that tree, but did God also tell them that there was Satan roaming around to tempt them also? You know, we don't see any indication that God had warned them about Satan. You know, we we see God giving them this clear uh, command to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of uh, good and evil. Um, and the Genesis uh, account does say, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And I think part of the deception of Satan in our lives and in Eve is he doesn't announce himself. You know, he doesn't right. say, hey, here I am, Satan, with red pajamas and a, a pitchfork. Uh, he's deceptive <laughs> and even comes as an angel angel of light. Um, so God may or may not have warned them. We, we don't know. Um, but I'm sure that there was a great level of deception uh, as this serpent came to, to Eve, that this serpent looked good, that talked in a very smooth, uh, coy way um, that all played into the deception. Yeah, I th- because we know Satan's out and about because we've gotten to read about him. And I was just wondering yeah. if it was like a surprise or, you know. And then yeah. also I was wondering, do you think snakes know that they um, were the bad ones because they always seem so upset. <laughs> That's a crazy question, yeah. but that is it is hard to hard to know. You know, me personally, I'm not a big snake fan. I know that there's some listeners out there that really enjoy snakes as a as a pet and those yeah. type of things. Uh, and I have no idea if they if snakes know if they're linked back to. Uh, the fall in Genesis, I, I kind of think no, uh, probably not. Uh, but um, they are interesting creatures nonetheless, huh? Yeah, they are very. Okay, well, I was yeah. just wondering if, like, like we know Satan's out there, but I didn't know if she knew Satan was out there. Right, right. Oh. Yeah, and okay. in Genesis 3, it refers to it as the serpent, the serpent, uh, the, the serpent. And 
you know, I think it, it also says in the, in the New Testament that Eve was deceived, you know, so she knew that yeah. she was doing wrong and disobeying God, but, right. but she was, she was deceived. So she, she may not have known like this, this is the devil tempting me at this moment. Right. Okay. I just said something I just always wondered about. Yeah. It's a great question, Diane. God bless you. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Sarah on line two. Sarah, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. How are you? Good. How about you? Doing good. Thanks. Good. Um, I have a 24-year-old son that, that lives with us right now. He, you know, he works a full-time job, but he can't really afford to live on his own. And we found that he was doing some... Um, illegal things, and we were about to kick him out now. And, you know, I I don't know. I just really pray for his soul because he's into some really dark stuff, too. And hmm. I, I just don't know whether or not we should really kick him out right now, if that would be the best thing for him, or, mm-hmm. or you know, we've prayed for him, and, you know, we've... We've given it to God, but, you know, sometimes we want to take it back because, you know, we don't know mm-hmm. what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's tough, Sarah. I'd love to, to pray for you and pray that God would give you and your husband just real clarity and also that God would do work in your son's life and and uh, and really get a hold of his heart. Thank you. Yeah. Father, my heart goes out to Sarah, and, and I just lift uh, her up to you and for her and her husband, that you would give uh, wisdom. God, we, we need wisdom. We need you to be our good shepherd and guide us and direct us. Uh, please show them exactly what they're to do uh, with their 24-year-old son. Uh, you you know their son even even better than they do as parents. And But God, would you, would you show them and allow them to very clearly be on the same page? Um, and Lord, uh, we also uh, pray for their son that you would intervene in his life, uh, Lord, that you you know the, the issues and the darkness and the lies uh, of the enemy, that you'd open up his eyes and his ears, that he would see your goodness, that he would turn to you and follow you. Um, so we, we just ask for a great work of redemption in their son's life, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you, Sarah. We'll be praying for you. Thank you. God bless you. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Kathy on Line 3 in Commerce City. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I'd like to thank you guys. I haven't been listening long. I just found you um, one day, and... Um, You've answered a lot of questions that I've had, so I really appreciate that, and um, I need to get better at everything, so I know my faults, so. But I do have a question, and it's kind of, it might be kind of, I don't know, not one of the highest priority or whatever, but I really like Halloween a lot, a lot. I don't. I, there's nothing to do with the devil. I'm very scared of the devil. Mm-hmm. I have nightmares and stuff like that about that. But um, mine is more like fun for the children and everything else, and I just want yeah. to know if there's something where I shouldn't be doing it because, I, you know, it might lead to something else or anything. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, it does. It sure does. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, as you look at Halloween, as you celebrate uh, who Christ is, I know here at our church at Rocky Mountain Calvary, uh, we have a harvest fest where we're not celebrating darkness. We're celebrating light and the goodness of the Lord. And I think it's a great evening to be able to, to celebrate uh, God's goodness, to celebrate light, to, to bless kids. Um, and, and, you know, there's nothing in our hearts as a church that's directed towards darkness or directed towards Satan. And so I think each believer has to decide for uh, themselves and uh, uh, be able to then, then uh, walk in whatever the Lord leads them and, and ask them to do. So um, I, th I think there's freedom uh, to be able to use that night to glorify Christ. Thank you. Um, also, can you say a prayer for my mom and my aunt and um, my nephew? They, I just have some issues with their, uh, their health. And then my uh my son is going through something, and my other son, too, and I just need them. Actually, I need my whole family to get closer to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. would love to, to pray for you, Kathy. God, thanks so much for Kathy and, uh, Lord, her heart for you and her growing in you. And, Lord, we just lift up her family to you and all of the, these situations and these difficulties. And, God, that you would work and that you would— give her wisdom and that you would pour out your spirit and, and uh, reveal yourself uh, to her family in a greater way. Just pray that you'd really uh, bless Kathy's day and work in her in a, in a powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, Kathy. And just remember, the Lord loves you, okay? Okay, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. Thanks so much for listening. It's a joy to be with you this Friday afternoon. The number to call if you have questions or prayer requests is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sharon on line one. Sharon, welcome to the program. Sharon, are you there on line one? All right, I'm going to jump over and take some text questions that have come in. Thank you guys for sending these uh, texts uh, to me. We see, uh, can I spend finances on a hobby, example, a fish tank or a, a gym? So, you know, uh, this is something, the beauty of a relationship with the Lord is to allow the Lord to lead you uh, in this. You know, um, we know that God has given us richly all things uh, to be able to enjoy. So if you have peace in your relationship with the Lord, absolutely go for it. And if it's within your means, God's provided the money uh, to be able to do that. But I think the Lord is is glorified as you are able to get a fish tank and enjoy the Lord in that. Um, you're able to go to the, the gym and enjoy uh, the Lord in that. So I'm sure that the Lord will lead you and give you guidance uh, in that as well. Another text that has come in says, how do you know if a moral person in the world is really saved. They may exhibit uh, good moral traits uh, similar to the fruit of uh, the Spirit. 
In this uh, discussion, it seems like we're getting a lot of texts in this regard uh, today of, of salvation. It's, it's not ours to determine other people's salvation, you know. And so as you're, if you're looking and going, how do I really know if this person's saved and that person's saved? Only the Lord uh, knows. And, and the God, God knows the heart, and he's able uh, to, to see uh, if someone knows Christ uh, or not. So I don't, I don't spend my days trying to, to sort out, you know, is, is this person saved? or is that uh, person saved that the Lord is the one that makes that call and we're able to stand on the word of God if someone believes in their heart and confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and and there is evidence of a life change then then they know Christ uh, as as their as their Savior if they if they deny Christ and they may be a moral person uh, then then they're not saved because they they haven't believed in Jesus as as their Savior so thanks for uh, sending in uh, those text questions Let's go back to our phone lines, and let's go to Linda in Aurora. Linda, welcome to the program. Hi. How are you doing today? Um, hi, I just need prayer for my daughter. She was just recently diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. surgery on um, May 15th. Okay. Let's pray for her. Thank you. Father, we uh, lift up Linda's daughter to you, and she's just found out uh, that she has thyroid crank cancer, and very quickly here next week is is going to be having uh, this surgery. Uh, Lord, we pray that the surgery would be effective, and that uh, Linda's daughter would be cancer-free, that you would touch, and that you would heal, that you give her daughter and everybody involved your peace. Uh, we thank you that you're with us, that you never leave us or forsake us. And so, Lord, would you uh, bless and meet the whole family in this, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Linda, we'll be praying for you. I know it's it's really hard to to get that news. Uh and we're we're praying that God would would do great things in your daughter's life and 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 really deliver her her in a powerful way. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rob and Cheyenne. Rob, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you, Eric? Good, how are you doing? I'm good. Hey, I'm, I'm driving in my car right now. I... Uh... I've been suffering, suffering through some pretty severe financial issues lately, and um, I've been a believer a long time. I'm a leader in my church. I'm just trying to figure out if there's, you know, even though I, I, I follow Jesus, I'm just trying to figure out if I'm doing anything wrong, if uh, there's sin in my life that's holding up God's blessing. I just don't know what's going on. Well, just be reminded too that Jesus said that the rain falls on the just and the unjust, and and sometimes as believers we go through trials, you know. And it is always wise to go, Lord, is there anything that I'm doing to contribute to this? Uh, but there are those times where uh, God allows trial uh, in our lives, and it's not a result of of compromise in our lives. And you know, we see with Job uh, where he went through a very difficult season, and he was walking with the Lord, you know. Um, and so it's it's wise to to look and a, ask that question, uh, but sometimes uh, you know the rain falls on the just and, and the unjust. And 
I'd love to pray for you and pray that God would comfort you, give you answers, and give you his provision as well. Thank you. Father, thanks for Rob, and thanks for him opening up his heart and his life to just saying, Lord, is is there anything in me that is, is uh, withholding your blessing from my life? And God, if there is, I pray that you would show that to him. But but also, Lord, if, if this is just a trial that you're allowing in his life, it's not uh, because there's compromise in his life. Uh, it's, a, it's a Job-type situation. Uh, would you give him wisdom in that as well? And Lord, we pray if it is your will that there would be breakthrough in this area of finances and that you would give provision, that you would give answers and really meet Rob and and his family. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Be blessed. You too. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Uh, Let's go to Victor in Strasbourg. Victor, welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing really good. So I good. have a question about a parable. Most of them are pretty easy to understand or at least uh, relate to in one way or another. Uh, but I'm currently reading Mark, and I came across the parable of the tenants. Okay. And that that one, especially towards the end, was, was a little hard to figure out. I'm just wondering if you can... Uh, maybe put it down in the layman's terms, make it a little easier to understand, or at least give me an idea of what's going on there. So uh, was there a certain uh, part of it that, that the end there that kind of tripped you up specifically? Yeah, I am, unfortunately, and I'm driving too, so I, I don't have it right in front of me, but um, is you know, where he sent his son even after... Uh, knowing that, you know, sending all these other people, they ended up beaten or dead. Um, mm. That that part just kind of got to me a little bit. And then mm-hmm. he, he goes out and he ends up, I mean, it seems almost like he took vengeance um, and, and ended up killing these guys after uh, after they took his son out. And just, just trying to understand the message from that. Yeah, so I, th- I believe it's in Mark chapter 12. And it really points to to Jesus and uh, the fact that the Father sent prophets throughout the Old Testament, and they were rejected. And then he sent his son, knowing that his son would be uh, rejected. Uh, And so God, in his love, sent Jesus, even though he knew uh, that that Christ would be rejected and he would be uh, crucified. Uh, And that's referred to at the end there. It says, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone this was the Lord's doing and marvelous uh, in our eyes that, that God would send his son even knowing that he'd be rejected. And then the part where uh, the father taking vengeance for the death of, uh, of his son, that points to Christ's second coming. For those that reject Jesus as the servant, Christ is going to come as the conquering king and set things right. Okay, that, that definitely makes a lot more sense looking at it like that. I really appreciate that. You know, um, I I don't have too many other Christians in my life, and my church is unfortunately going through a lot of uh, uh, reconstruction and stuff like that, so I've I've missed the opportunity to ask these questions. So that that really does help. Thank you. Well, we're really glad that you take advantage of it. So thanks so much for calling, and God bless you, Victor. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000.
303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. If you've got a question about the Word, maybe you've been reading something, or there's something going on in your life, there's a situation going on in your life where you'd like wisdom from God's Word, or you'd like prayer, or things going on in your marriage, or your relationship with kids, or you're having a difficult time in singleness or at work, the number to call here is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, a great way to participate in today's program is 720-336-0897. You can text uh, directly into me, 720-336-0897. I'm so glad that you're listening today. I hope that God is meeting you on your uh, Friday afternoon. Maybe you're driving home from work, or maybe you're already at home from work for the day pray that you're feeling God's presence and knowing uh, God's joy that that he is with you. Again, this is Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary, live in studio in Colorado Springs. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We're going to head to a break, so stay with us. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, The number to call is 303-690-3000. 3000. We're going to go back to our phone lines to Joe in New Jersey. Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you, Pastor? Good. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing good. You know, um, there's better days and there's worse days. But um, I just got a question. Um, the good Lord saw fit to take that uh, obsession for alcohol from me I got about eight years ago. Um, I've been going to AA. And, you know, in the big book of AA, it says, you know, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. But being, uh, you know, reborn in Christ now, I'm a new man, you know, and I, you know, when we introduce ourselves, we say, you know, my name's Joe, I'm an alcoholic, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't want to identify myself like that anymore. But there's there's so many new people to help in AA, but, you know, I don't want to stop going. It's mm-hmm. like... You know, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great question. And in Second Corinthians five seventeen, it, it says what you just declared. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have right. passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And you are a new creation in Christ. You have a, a new identity uh, in Christ. Um, but I also think that there's a lot of wisdom in continuing to go and having right. the humility to know that alcohol could be an issue uh, in in the future uh, uh, in any of our lives. You know, um, it also tells us in God's word, if you think you stand, take heed that that you fall. Um, Mm. You know, so if you feel led by the Lord to continue to go, I think that's a good thing. But, But you know, know, maybe... I I don't want to lie. Like my dad said, oh, it's just a little white lie, you know, but it's like saying I'm an alcoholic, like at the beginning of a meeting, it's... Like, yeah, 
I, it's like I can't say like, uh, my name is Joe, and um, I was an alcoholic. Like because then, oh man, there's so many people would come up to me after the meeting and be like, oh, what are you talking about? Right. But, Maybe you could uh, try saying, "My name's Joe, and I'm a new creation in Christ," and see how that goes <laughs> over. Uh, and <laughs> you know, and just and. Then I would, and I would count my blessings as I was getting uh, persecuted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me pray for you, Joe, and pray that God would give you give you wisdom in this. So, Father, we thank you for Joe. Thank you for the work that you've done in his life to take away that desire from for alcohol. And Lord, we know with all areas of sin that we're just one decision away. And so, Lord, would you keep us all from sin? Keep us from from the evil one, and just give him wisdom of what to do with these AA meetings, how to handle it. Um, and, and and give them your direction in it. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. And I just want to say that um, uh, Calvary Live has been such a blessing in my life the past uh, few months I've been listening. And, and I, I'm just, I, I just feel blessed by you guys and Hope FM out here in New Jersey. It's just, it's just amazing. And I just, I'm just so thankful. Thank you. Well, we're really blessed that you guys are listening, and so it's a it's a real blessing for us. So, thanks for listening, right. and thanks for calling in, Joe. All right, not I'll probably call again because I got tons more questions. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, Take care. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. I'm going to jump over and take some texts that have come in. I've had a lot of great texts uh, that have come in, so I want to respond to some of these. I lost uh, my friend uh, to suicide a couple months ago, and I've been struggling with uh, depression and could use uh, some scripture that I can read. Um, so sorry that you're going through this, and I think that suicide is, is so brutal um, on everyone uh, that it affects. And, you know, I would encourage you to read Psalms 23 and really make it personal where it says, the Lord is my shepherd, uh, I shall not want. Um, and, and asking the Lord to bring you to green pastures and to still waters and to to restore uh, your soul. And then I'd also encourage you to reach out to a pastor, uh, to sit down with a pastor, to, to be able to unpack some of these things and allow them to uh, pray for you. And I want to pray for you right now. Father, I just want to pray uh, Psalms 23 over uh, this listener's life, uh, Lord, that in the midst of the the loss of, of, of a friend committing suicide and the, the weight of depression that's been upon them, that in Jesus' name, that you would lift that depression, that you would bind the work of the enemy, and that, Jesus, that you would give your personal care uh, to lead them to green pastures, to lead them to still waters, to walk with them through the valley of the shadow of death, to prepare uh, a table before them. Uh, and God, would you just also rally people around them to, to bless them in Jesus name. Amen. Another uh, text question that has come in says, hi, pastor. My name is Joe. My wife's name is Brandy. We're asking uh, for prayer that our Lord will bless us uh, with a healthy pregnancy soon if it's his will. Last month we had a miscarriage and that is still weighing heavily on our hearts. So if you could keep us in prayer, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. Um, Joe, thanks so much for opening up. Uh, my my wife and I uh, have been through this uh, a couple of uh, times, two, two different miscarriages, and they were, were devastating for us. And, and so I want to pray that God comforts you, ministers to you, and that God would uh, bless you guys with a healthy pregnancy. 
So Father, I thank you for Joe and I thank you for for Brandy. And Lord, this is a tough loss, Lord. It, uh, the loss of a child in the, the womb, a miscarriage, Lord, um, that you would comfort their hearts, that you give them peace, that, that you would meet them in a special way. Lord, you tell us in the Psalms that uh, you put our tears in a bottle and they're in your book, Lord. And we saw you, Jesus, weep with those who weep. And so would you give them uh, their, their, their ten, your tender comfort in, in such an, an amazing way? And uh, Lord, we do ask uh, that you would bless them with a healthy pregnancy, a pregnancy that uh, would be sustained, that mom and baby could, could be healthy. So would you be gracious to them in that way? And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to our phone lines. Uh, let's go to Ron in Denver. Ron, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I just had a question. Um <laughs> This is kind of strange. Um, I got separated in 1998, divorced 1999, and have been dated since. Now, what kind of okay. advice would you give to somebody who's closed doors like that for the past 20 years? Well, you know, I I would encourage you to to let Jesus heal your broken heart. Uh, we're, we're told oh, in Isaiah that, yeah, yeah. Well, do you desire that God would do a work that He would melt your heart? I don't. I don't even know how He would. Like I said, um, I went through some incidents back about ten years ago, and over this past month, I thought I saw somebody from that ten-year period. And when all that anger and that frustration, that pain came out, and I couldn't understand why, it, where it all came from, and I asked the Lord mm-hmm. why it's still there. Yeah. And he he told me simply, he said, well, when you spent all the years walling your heart up and blocking people out, you also sealed up the hurts and all the pains, and they had no place to go. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Well, and Isaiah... Six... When you thought you forgave somebody from a long time ago, and then you find right. out that, I guess, maybe not, huh? Yeah. And I just want to encourage you from Isaiah 61. It says, The Spirit of the Lord has come upon me. And it's a prophecy about Jesus. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. And he sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives. And, and only Jesus can heal your broken heart. And those those cavities of your heart that have been hurt and destroyed. Uh, and he understands hurt. And he understands betrayal as Jesus was, was crucified uh, for us. And in that pain, giving it over to the Lord and allowing him to unpack that pain and comfort you. And God can really cause springtime in the soul. He, he can really cause your, your heart to wake up again and those walls to become uh, broken down. Um, and I would start by just talking over the pain with him. God, this thing 10 years ago and this, this divorce in 99, you know, I— I thought that I'd forgiven, but obviously I'm still very angry. And, and God, would you start to help me to be able to process it and, and to be able to move, move forward? I don't know. Um, my son keeps encouraging me to talk to people, but, you know, I mean, I've prayed with people. I've seen healings. My son froze to death. He woke up when God said, not yet. I've seen miracles. I've heard God's voice. Like I said, you know, but, but right now it's like 
there's a great big door in front of me and I can't get out of it. I've built these walls myself and I don't even know the way out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I and would encourage you wrong. Yeah. The people that did yeah. the most damage were people from a church. Mm-hmm. They were pastors and leaders. Yeah. You know, Ron, right now I'm, I'm teaching through the book of Revelation, and in Revelation 5, there's a scroll that's been sealed up, and they ask this question, they say, who is worthy to release these seals and these scrolls? And nobody was was able to. No one was equipped to be able to open up these scrolls. Uh, but then Jesus uh, is the worthy lamb that was slain to, to loose these seals. And I think that's the same way with your heart. Uh, it's only the Lord that's really going to be able uh, to open up your heart um, and uh, to, to, to heal your heart. So, Ron, I'd like to pray for you, and, and uh, I really appreciate you calling. So let's pray together. Father, I lift up Ron to you, and I just ask God that you would do a healing work in his heart and his life. And you tell us in Isaiah 61 that you came to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. So, uh, we just ask that you would meet him and set him free of his pain. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you, Ron. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to George in Evans, Colorado. George, welcome to the program. George, are you there? All right, I'm going to go back to you. Okay, you're still there. All right. How are you doing today, George? I'm doing good. Um, I need prayers for doubt because uh, I'm asking, I want to ask quite a lot of all the planets and and stars in the universe, did God send um, Satan down here? It seems Mm -hmm. like, like Diane said, like, did you uh, know that Satan was here and stuff, you know? And yeah. it seems like he just set his children up for, for failure. I don't know. But I know I, should yeah. ask, I shouldn't doubt God because he's blessed me so much. Mm-hmm. So I just need prayer for my unbelief and doubt, I guess. Yeah, well, let me... Let me pray for you, George, and encourage you. Uh, there's a man in the Gospels where his response to Jesus was, Lord, I believe, but but help my unbelief. And, yeah. and God can handle our honest questions uh, before him. And I, I, you know, one of the things to consider, uh, without Satan and without there being evil, there's no opportunity to really choose good. There's no, there's no opportunity to be able uh, to choose to love the Lord. You know, if, if my great. wife yeah. were... Uh, if I were the only man on the planet, my wife wouldn't have a whole lot of choice in, in marriage, you know, and and with there being evil and there being Satan really gives us opportunity to choose God and to choose light. But I want to pray for you that God really meets you in this. Yes, amen. Thank you. Father, thanks for George and thanks for just his honesty, Lord, and we do struggle. And sometimes we 
wrestle with hard questions and we relate to the man in the gospels that says lord i believe but but help my unbelief and so would you help uh, george's unbelief just just meet him in this struggle meet him in this wrestling lord just like you did with uh, habakkuk and uh, lord we don't understand fully your ways um but we trust you. So uh, would you meet George in a special way there in Evans, Colorado today? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Pastor. You, you bet. God yeah. bless you, George. Okay, you have a good evening. You too. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Uh, let's go to Corey in Thornton. Corey, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I just had a question about uh, the seven-year tribulation. Um, I'm currently reading through the book of Revelation, um, and then also simultaneously looking through the book of Daniel, because I see a lot of uh, a lot of crossover between those two. And then also Matthew 24, where Jesus talks about um, the signs of the end times. And it sounds like, as I read it, I interpret it as a three-and-a-half-year period, um, especially in Daniel 12. He talks about um, people resurrecting and and then the response from Daniel um, when he asks how long it will be. He says times, times, and half a times. But, you know, as I read it, I keep coming across these 1260, 1290 numbers, um, and I was just curious as to where the seven-year tribulation comes from. I know mm-hmm. the in Daniel 9 they talk about a the 70th week on that final week, but it never really alludes to, it doesn't sound like the whole seven years is a tribulational period. Yeah, I think the the main uh, reason that there's a seven-year view is because of Daniel 9, verses 20 through 27, where uh, the 70 weeks are determined, uh, and and then the the word weeks in the Hebrew is is hepta or it means seven, and then as you read further, there's there's sixty nine weeks f- fulfilled, and there's one week that's yet unfulfilled, and so that's the seventieth week or the the seventieth hepta, the seventieth series of, mm-hmm. of seven of of seven years, um, and then when you get into Revelation and you see chapter six where the seals are opened. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of six, uh, we, we do find uh, this phrase, the the, the wrath of the Lamb. Uh, and it, it seems that, that God uh, has begun pouring out his judgment uh, with the first seal that's opened up uh, in Revelation 6, uh, verse 1. And then in Revelation 6, verse 16, it says, Fall on us and hide our faces from him who sits mm-hmm. on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. And so those that were on the receiving end of this knew that they were receiving uh, the the judgment of God. Uh, But there is those that do hold to a a three-and-a-half-year view of God's wrath, that that God's God's wrath really doesn't begin uh, until the second half of of the tribulation, if that makes sense. Uh, So there is a a, a three-and-a-half-year view out there as well. Okay, yeah, that's helpful. And uh, as I read it, you know, so like like I said, there's a lot of similarities between Daniel and Revelation. Um, would you yeah. su- suggest that being a strategy to try to, as you try to read and interpret both books, those kind of together? Yeah, I think Daniel's really helpful in understanding and interpreting the book of Revelation. So I think you're on a really good track. Okay, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. 
Yeah, you bet. God bless you, Corey. God bless. I'm going to jump back over and take some texts that have come in. Thank you guys for uh, sending uh, these uh, texts in. Um, I had a miscarriage a little over a year ago. Uh, my husband and I found out that we'll be having a, a baby in January. Please pray for a healthy pregnancy. Absolutely. And congratulations on uh, this this uh, pregnancy. So, Father, I just uh, lift up this couple to you. And as they've gone through a miscarriage and now uh, news of, of another uh pregnancy, God. We just rejoice in that. You're so good. And we do ask, Lord, that this, this would be a healthy pregnancy and, the, and the, pre, the baby would be healthy and go full term and that mom would be healthy and that you would really bless and encourage them. We thank you so much for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Another text that has come in says, Hi, Eric. My niece is dying from a brain tumor, very ill. I live in another state. She's 38 years old and has four children. I'm asking for prayer um, if she needs salvation first, then for her family. Uh, absolutely. I'm really sorry to, to hear this. Uh, this really uh, hits close to home. Uh, we have four children and are, are right about uh, this age. So let's lift this up in prayer. Lord, we, we pray uh, for this niece, God. And as she has a, a brain tumor, uh, Lord, we, we ask first and foremost that she would know you, uh, that she would be saved, that she would she would follow hard after you. Um, and then, Lord, we pray that you would heal uh, this brain tumor and that she would be able to continue living as a wife and a mom, um, that you would comfort the husband and the kids and the niece. And so we surrender this all over to you and ask that you uh, would do a great work. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another uh, text that has come in, uh, I get through thoughts, but they come back. What do I do? Do I play with the thoughts that come to try to make them positive or use God's word? I would use God's word. Uh, we see Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 uh, when he uh, was tempted is that uh, he uh, used the word of God and he quoted it out loud. And the power is in uh, the word of God. And sometimes our thoughts can be absolutely bombarding. And uh, to be able to take those thoughts captive to, to the obedience of Christ is, is so important. Lord, I, I just pray for this listener and these particular thoughts that they're having today, being bombarded with thoughts. Lord, I just pray for the helmet of salvation in their life. Lord, that their thoughts could be filtered through salvation and that they could take their thoughts captive through the power of the Holy Spirit, that you'd bring particular scriptures to mind uh, that would really cause them uh, to find victory in you. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you on this. Uh, God tells us that if we submit to God and resist the enemy, that he will flee from us and keep fighting, keep battling, and eventually uh, the enemy will uh, flee from us. Let's go back to our phone lines. Uh, let's go to Deborah on line one in Lakewood. Deborah, welcome to the program. Deborah, are you there on line one? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I'm fine. I'm at work again at 38th and King, uh, King Super on 38th and Lakewood. All right. Um, Pastor, last week you did pray for my friend, my coworker Barbara, and my auntie Brenda. They have cancer. But Barbara okay. don't know yet. But if you could just pray for me now, because I, I, I feel like the Lord talks to me to comfort them. And it just okay. really hurts me to see them in pain. And, yeah. And I just want to be strong for them. Yeah, absolutely. And let's let's pray for you and pray for your relatives. So 
Yeah, thank you for calling in today. Father, I thank you for Deborah and just uh, lift her up to you and thank you for her uh, willingness to to call in, God. And Lord, as her heart is broken for her family members that are going through a hard time, Lord, would you strengthen her? Would you be her pillar? Would you be her rock and and really just do uh, a great work uh, in, in her life, God? And uh, we pray that you would do a great work in her relatives' lives as well and that they would be comforted by you, that you would meet their needs uh, and really pour out your spirit upon them. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor, so much. And I'll be talking to yeah. you again soon. Okay. Thank you so much for calling. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Uh, the number here is 303-690-690. 3000 or you can send me a text 7203360897. Let's go to uh, line 2 to Roy and Parker. Roy, welcome to the program. Hi Pastor, how are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good. Listen, um I don't mean to sound um inconsequential, but my I in studying and praying, I, I'm wondering if the gender of Cain and Abel um Cain playing Abel, if, if that is any of any special importance to the fact that they're male, um, you know, why, why do they have two male sons? I'm just wondering about that. Um, I'm not totally sure I understand your question. Like, uh, what's the what's the significance right. of of um, the fact that they were both, both boys or both males? Right, as opposed to females or a boy and a girl. Why, you know, and I know it's but it the Bible doesn't elaborate upon it, but I'm just wondering, you know, if, um, you know, because we, we know that Adam was, of course, the, the original first male, and Christ is the new male, and I, I, I'm just wondering if, if, you know, I study a lot of men's, men's groups and men's studies in my church, and I'm just wondering if, if Cain and Abel both being male has anything to add to the total story of, of man or something. Yeah, it's, you know, I... I don't know that there's I've ever really thought of it in those terms, you know, of of the significance of them both being boys, both being men. Um it sure seems like uh, brothers fight a lot. <laughs> Just from on a practical uh standpoint, you get uh two two brothers close in age and there there's a lot of a lot of fighting and jealousy and competition, but I don't know that I've really gone any deeper with it uh than that. Yeah, I I haven't either, but I was just wondering if you'd ever heard anything. So I really do appreciate you taking the question. Yeah, you bet. It's a good good question. I'll have to think about that some more. <laughs> have a great day. God bless you. You too. God bless you. Bye-bye. Going to jump over and take some more texts that have uh, come in uh, today. Text... Uh, that has uh, come in uh, says, uh, could you clarify what happens to believers when they die? When Paul says to be absent from the body is to be present uh, with the Lord. Yeah, this is a great question. And it's a question that comes up a, a lot. Um, Paul says in first Corinthians, second Corinthians chapter five, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But then in first Corinthians 15, it's clear we don't receive our glorified body uh, until uh, the second coming of Christ, when when Christ blows the trumpet and the dead in Christ uh, rise uh, first. And so as soon as we die, our spirit goes to be with the Lord, but then we don't receive our glorified bodies till 
the rapture of the church. And so then there's this question, like, are we in heaven without our, our, our bodies? But remember, in heaven, time is going to be totally different. Um, we know that a thousand years to the Lord is as a day uh, to us. And and so to be able to, to be in a place where... Uh, we were, I don't know that we're going to be up in heaven waiting for a long time for our bodies. It's much more going to be an, an eternal now. But from the scripture, we know our spirit goes to be with the Lord as soon as we uh, pass away. And then um, the, that uh, we receive our glorified bodies uh, at the rapture of, of, of the church. So hope that that is uh, helpful uh, to you. Um, Another text that has come in. Hi, Pastor. My name is Patty. Please pray for my daughter, Karina. She is getting married next month uh, with the wrong uh, person, uh, with a woman. My heart is sad and broken. I'm a believer, and I know God has a plan for me and my daughter. My daughter is not a believer, and I'm praying uh, that my daughter will know Jesus and do a miracle in her life. Yeah, absolutely. Father, we thank you for Patty, and we lift her up to you. Uh, and Lord, we pray for Patty's daughter, Lord, that she would come to know you, that you would do a radical work in her life, that she would see, uh, Lord, the beauty of you, that you died for our sins, that you rose again, and the knowledge of the gospel would come into her life, and that you would do a radical uh, work of, of transformation and redemption uh, in her life. Would you give Patty comfort and peace in this? Uh, thanks for her willingness to share uh, this prayer request. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray that God will have mercy on me and heal my heart. Please pray for my family too. Absolutely. I want to pray that the Lord would uh, do this in your life. Uh, Father, we do pray uh, for mercy. So many times in your word, uh, we see in the Psalms, Lord, have mercy uh, upon me. Lord, we see in the Gospels, Lord, have mercy upon me. I'm, I'm a sinner. And so, Lord, would you truly grant this, this listener mercy and healing in their heart? Would you bless and would you strengthen and comfort their family in a way that only you can do? So, Lord, we thank you for them, and we lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today on Calvary Live. It's been a real blessing to be with you. I want to remind you as we end today's show that the Lord loves you, that you are created in God's image, that Jesus died for you and rose again. Also, we would like to invite you to our services uh, Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 9 and 11 at Rocky Mountain Calvary. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.